Good morning to everybody. Bezra Hashem. We're up to Shir number 333333. Okay, getting back to our Malacha of Melabain, just a couple of quick things I wanted to mention before we go further. That is, last time we spoke about ending off the last Shir in Malabain, uh, we spoke about the Indian of shaking out um, items which got wet from the snow, wetness or the like. And we end, we said at the end that these raincoats, these plastic raincoats brought down in the Shemir Shabbos Gehilchaza and the Sefer Lama Tes Malachas um, <clears throat> brings it down or, or rubber boots or rubber coats, anything made out of rubber and plastic, as long as there's no... Um, you know, real natural fibers and no, um, you know, sometimes they have pieces of material that are sewn on, then to go ahead and shake that out would not be a problem because, in fact, it's not absorbed. So, uh, you know, obviously it goes without saying, even if these things got dusty, to go and bang it out or shake it out would also not be a problem if one has one of these raincoats, let's say, um, <clears throat> these plastic raincoats, the black uh, raincoats that one wears, uh, or if it's made out of rubber or the like, and there's again, there's no material involved over there, so if it got dusty, just to bang it out or shake that out also, of course, would not be a problem because of the fact that it does not get absorbed, just like the water, we said, doesn't get absorbed in the rubber or the plastic. Um, the dust also would not get absorbed in general, and just to shake it out, bang it out, or anyway, taking it out, of course, not using a brush. We said we don't use a brush on Shabbos, would not be a problem on these plastic rubber type garments, again, making sure that there is no actual material on it. The That's number one. The second thing I just wanted to talk about, an interesting thing that um, one should just be careful when walking in the house. Sometimes, you know, on Shabbos, if it's uh, either muddy, rainy, um, sometimes a little bit snowy and it got muddy, or the like. So one's shoes sometimes has mud on them. Um, you know, one has to, you know, like we always say, one should, you know, who's a, who's a chacham, somebody who sees the future. One should now walk around the house um, once they came in from the outside to yeah, as much as possible, one should take off their shoes and not, you know, uh, obviously not walk around um, where there's carpeting and so on. On a regular floor is a half a problem, but when there's carpeting and the mud and, and it gets a stain, it gets mud, like we've discussed, um, it's running into a major problem. Taking it out, of course, it, that's number one. And number two, once the mud hardens up, you have another issue of besides malabain. We spoke about you have the issue of uh, tochein grinding. It gets crumpled up once it hardens and the like. So one should be careful just to, you know, if one knows that the shoes are dirty from mud or, or, or snow or whatever it is, you can be careful um, to take off one shoes. I mean, preferably during the week too, obviously. It's, it's not the right thing to get everything all dirty, but on Shabbos even more so, that would of course avoid... Um, those malachas of uh, the malacha malabe and the cleaning and the grinding and the mud and, and all the things and, and, you know, squeezing out the water and all the issues that we discussed when one would, might walk on a carpet with dirty shoes. Also, keeping in mind um, dust, for example, on furniture, we've discussed in the past, on furniture, on the floor, or the like, on a hard surface whereby it's not getting absorbed also would not be a problem as far as just wiping that off with a dry pre-cut paper towel or a dry uh, shmato or whatever the case is, that also is not a problem. Again, because of the fact it is not being absorbed, just wiping off dust from furniture. One should not go dusting furniture on Shabbos. We, we spoke about that. But in general, somebody sees some dust, whatever, and the, it bothers them just to give it a quick wipe with a dry paper towel, um, a pre-cut paper towel or on the floor, the like, that also, as far as regular dust, would not be a problem if somebody spilled over some um, whatever, the talcum powder or, or any one of 
of these things um, that get, you know, the, the whole floral white or the furniture or the like, giving it a quick dry, dry um, wipe is perfectly fine um, as far as hard surfaces. Also, as far as shoes go, dust in shoes is also no problem. A little bit of dust got on one's shoes. One wants to take, again, a pre-cut paper towel or a rag that's dry. Again, being dry and give it a quick wipe, just wiping off the dust from one's shoes would be okay. Uh, the only issue might be if one has a little bit of fabric or maybe on the laces, if it's on a material, um, that might be a problem if it's, if it's embedded, you know. But uh, regular um, leather... The dust is there, giving it a quick wipe with a dry paper, pre-cut paper towel or a dry rig or towel or the like um, would be okay as far as the leather part goes. Again, in leather, the dust is, is not being absorbed, is absorbed. It's only in the fabric, in the material, where we have the issue. Now, as far as mud on one's shoes, again, one comes home and they see their shoes are muddy. So in general, uh, if a shoe becomes muddy, it would be allowed, it's permitted to remove the mud while it's still moist, like we discussed, because the mud would not be absorbed. In general, it would be allowed to be removed with a a rig, a pre-cut paper towel, but not to use a regular towel, a fancier towel, like a hand towel or a face towel. That is not allowed to be used because making those things dirty with mud um, is Asr Midrabon, and because it's Gzeru, one might come to wash it. But using a pre-cut paper towel, a shmata, a rag, um, that one in general is, is used to wipe the floor, whatever, so that would be fine to wipe off the, wad, wa, the, the wiping off the mud from shoes while it is wet. Um, again, we're talking about the leather part. On the fabric part or on the laces, that would have the same halachas as what we discussed um, in conjunction with pants, skirts, and regular fabrics. But as far as the leather part of the shoe, wiping it off moist in these ways we just said would be okay. Um, now, even using a rag, one is allowed only to rub gently, One not to do it vigorously. We've spoken about that as far as leather, rubbing vigorously. Leather is a problem, but uh, using a rag, one would be allowed, or a pre-cut paper towel or a napkin, one is allowed to rub only gently. But if the mud did dry up, one has shoes, and they, they see their shoes are muddy, and now the mud dried up, they realize afterwards, later on, once it dried up, then it would talk be also to remove the mud because of the same um, isser, of Teichen. Once it dries up, one goes and removes the mud from one's shoes, it's going to start crumpling, and again, that is running into the Isser of Teichen grinding. Now, as far, as far as removing the mud with water, we've spoken about in the past, that is running into issues because of the fact, on the leather part, um, lightly, like, like we've discussed, but pouring water on it, or um, even uh, in any way, pouring water, because you have, uh, in, general, in general, on shoes, you have stitching, you have laces, and you have a lot of uh, fabric parts on a shoe which are running into shiriyosis and kibusei, and one is, not, one is not allowed to simply wet fibers like we've discussed in the past. So pouring water on a shoe, in general, one has to refrain from. Also wanted to mention one more quick thing, which we did mention, but it's important to keep in mind when it's, uh, when it's raining, one gets caught in the rain a little bit. Uh, like we said, one's hat to shake out is also, also a strimal, somebody walking with a strimal, they don't realize, you know, a person doesn't realize. They walk in and they come inside right away, you know, out of uh, pure habit, a person will shake out the strimal or, or like we mentioned last time, the hat. One has to be careful. Um, these are problems of schita. And whether hat or strimal, all the different things we mentioned, uh, would be running into the issue of Hamanar Talise, which we, which would be in most cases Asr Min Hatayra. Okay, we're going to stop here, everybody. Thank you for listening. Kol Tov.